Hello, and welcome to The Bite, Hope Brooklyn's weekly podcast for bite-sized spiritual thoughts to inspire you as you center your life around God's great story. Thanks so much for listening. Our passage today comes from Matthew 8, 14 to 17. And when Jesus entered Peter's house, he saw his mother-in-law lying sick with a fever. He touched her hand and the fever left her, and she rose and began to serve him. That evening, they brought to him many who were oppressed by demons, and he cast out the spirits of the word and healed all who were sick. This was to fulfill what was spoken by the prophet Isaiah. He took all our illnesses and bore our diseases. Matthew 8, 14-17 In this passage, Matthew accounts for a series of miracles that Jesus is performing. Prior to this passage, Jesus has healed a leper and a Roman centurion. Unfortunately, we live in a culture that is highly skeptical of the unexplainable. We need to reason through our faith and need undeniable proof before we can accept something as a part of our worldview. It's not a surprise that it is hard to accept these passages as actual accounts of the ministry of Jesus instead of a set of mythical Bible stories we tell children in church. However, our disbelief in miracles doesn't stem entirely from our doubt of the supernatural. Rather, we often neglect the power and authority that Jesus inhabited. Jesus didn't perform healings and other miracles to increase his popularity. In fact, in doing so, he did the opposite. The Pharisees and religious leaders were extremely disturbed by Jesus' ministry. He was reorienting all the laws and regulations the religious leaders held dearly. He was healing on the Sabbath, he was touching the lepers, and he was ministering to women and Roman soldiers. Jesus worked through miracles to demonstrate his authority. Notice that there was no mythical rituals that Jesus performed before he casted out the demons. He simply said a word. When Peter's mother-in-law was healed, the fever left her immediately, and she began to serve him. Jesus demonstrated that he wasn't just a teacher and prophet, but that he was a living incarnate God that had full authority from the Father to perform the supernatural. These healings and miracles were necessary to help people see and witness a sample of the eternal kingdom of God, which they would be able to inherit if they chose to follow him. Through the healings, Matthew was building up to the final verse in this passage. He took our illnesses and bore our diseases. Matthew acknowledged that physical healing and exercising of demons brought joy, health, and peace to the people. However, he also knew there was a greater sickness, a greater disease. Matthew knew that the ultimate healing we needed was not from our physical bodies, but for our spiritual soul. The true disease of sin plagues our hearts. Sin takes the pure things God created and intended to be good and perverts it to brokenness, shame, and guilt. Matthew highlights the fact that the same authority that Jesus exerted to heal the blind, the sick, and cast out demons is the same authority that he used when he decided to take up all of our sins and afflictions. He quotes this prophetic word about Christ because he recognized that these healings were only an example of the deep illness and disease that Jesus would eventually carry on that cross for us. Jesus took on the curse of sin so that we can live a life that is restored by grace. Because he took upon all of our failures and shortcomings, we can live as people who are forgiven and freed from our guilt and shame. No one else that has ever lived and will live will have that type of authority. 
Jesus is the only one who had the power to lift the burden of death and free us from the curse of sin. Jesus was the only one who lived a life without sin and wielded the power to become sin on that cross. In 2 Corinthians 5.21, Apostle Paul says, For our sake he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Jesus had every authority to judge us, condemn us, and punish us for our sins. However, he used that right to grant us mercy and grace instead. In Philippians 2.8, Apostle Paul says, And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. I always found this passage mesmerizing. The fact that Jesus had full authority over death and sickness, but became obedient to it in order for us to receive the rich inheritance of becoming conquerors of death as well. We now receive the full forgiveness for the cost of our sins. We are now granted lives that are abundant of grace and confidence that we are loved beyond our own merits. We may look at this passage and think, Jesus was confined to his time on earth. All the miracles and supernatural are reserved for the times mentioned in the Bible. However, if we truly believe that Jesus has the ultimate authority, we can believe that Jesus still exercises that authority today. Jesus is working today to heal our afflictions and brokenness. He is working today to take upon our shame, guilt, and fears. So as we continue to hope and pray, let us reflect upon the cross and think about the authority Jesus demonstrated to become obedient to death and know that He is working in our lives. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank You so much for taking upon our afflictions, our illnesses, and disease. We thank You for all the good and merciful things that You are doing here on earth. We thank You so much for ministering to us through Your sacrifice and through Your brokenness. We thank You for becoming sin itself so that we may be freed from the death and grips of sin. We thank You that You became our sickness, that You took upon our curse, so that we can be people who are free and live lives of joy and confidence. We thank You so much for Your mercy when we deserve judgment. We thank You so much for Your grace when we deserve punishment instead. We love You. And we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Bite. To find out more about the mission and ministry of Hope Brooklyn and to subscribe to our other podcasts and lots more, visit us online at www.hopebrooklyn.org.